Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to... My Mate Reckons. The show where we teach you... And each other... About stuff we want to know about. About things we have a deep yearning to know. There's a small bit of uh, language in this episode. There's a small bit of sex stupidity right at the end. There's also a brief mention of sexual assault. Yes. But not in detail. No. Uh, I think they're the, ma- the main warnings. It's a, it's a, re- a research-heavy, dense... Yeah, but it's good to know. But I it's feel good stuff. Uh, having recorded it now, I feel like I'm better informed. Get ready to be better informed. Hi there, Claire. Hello, David. I served you up a beauty this you, week. I it's it's a big. I don't know how. I I I feel like I've done a broad brush stroke. Because there's a lot. I've had this topic in my back pocket for a while. Mm. And it's Julian Assange. And he recently came up in the news again. And um, for something. And I feel like there, there were different parts of the unfolding years-long saga. Yes. That I kind of understood. But now I feel like whenever I see Julian Assange on the news. Yes. It's like I'm jumping into season seven of a television show. And it's like, I have no idea. I've missed some key I've missed key information. Yes, I agree. I feel, because I haven't watched Game of Thrones because I found it stressful. Mm. And it feels a little bit like that. It does. So, like, I know Game of Thrones is about a fictional. Yeah. World, there's dragons, yeah. it's icy, everyone's in a family. But also, it's about a decade other. long at this point, isn't it? The WikiLeaks and all 2007. Oh my god. And so, it, there's still shit going on right now. Oh man. So, it's oh a man. long, a long time. Basically, what this can all crumble down to, and I think what we can blame for all of this is Lismore. He came from Lismore. Townsville. Yeah, Townsville. Townsville. So we can blame Townsville, but we can also blame theatre. Oh, truly? Yeah. Well, I blame theatre for most things, so that's <laughs> For great. most things in life. Yeah. So he grew up in, yeah, he was born in Townsville. He was born in 1971. Okay. And he had an unusual childhood uh-huh. where he travelled around all over the place with his mum and stepdad. Um, putting on theatrical productions. Really? Yeah. How bizarre! All over the uh, all over the kind of um, theater people are fucking weird. Theater people are fucking weird. And they changed the world. Yeah. Man, oh so, man. Okay. He was described when he was a kid as a sharp kid who always fought for the underdog. Mm. Um. So. His mum and his stepdad broke up, but she continued to live this kind of transient life. Mm-hmm. So there's all this this kind of um, theory about his early life that said he went up to 37 different schools. Wow. Um, he was frequently homeschooled, never kind of had any stability in terms of his, his upbringing. Um, and but- interestingly, it would have never gone... Uh, really firm roots down yeah, anywhere. Yeah, and gone. This is an institution, and and to have kind of belief in the yeah in the, in the power. power. Yes, yeah, not at all. Yeah. So when he's a teenager, he discovers he's really good at computers, mm-hmm. um, and he very quickly realizes that he's got an like extreme skill for hacking, <laughs> and. 
1991, he breaks into a master terminal for Nortel, which was a telecommunications company, which got him in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then he repeatedly over the years, over that period of time, got into trouble quite a lot with the Australian um, (laughs) kind of Australian Uh, police police, for being a hacker. Yeah, right. And I don't think anything. Yes, being a tech vandal. Nothing. There's no reports of it being anything kind of wildly. He just did it because he could do it. Exactly. So, for all intents and purposes, he's very smart and very clever and very, very um, good and. And, and understanding technology. Yeah. So he goes to uni um, amidst all this time, but drops out of uni to study. He went to study maths and then drops out because he hated the way that university as an institution yeah. worked. He didn't like that they wanted you to do computer projects like that would benefit the military. And he no. was like, no, nah, I'm not here for it. So in when he's in his 30s, he... Um, creates WikiLeaks yeah. with a couple of other people, which is a whole pre- the whole premise of it was to a, a place for people to share confidential information um, that needed to be shared, but could also keep the sources of that information or whoever was whistleblowing yeah, or whoever sure. was sharing that information could keep them safe. Mm-hmm. So part of that meant that he lived all over the world. He would frequently move. Apparently, it's not just like a fucking Wikipedia page where anyone can, you know, it's not yeah. apparently. It's not a, a basic, it, it's a technologically advanced. Yeah, There's right. like, you can't, it's encrypted. It's a bunker. You can't find out where they are. You can't find out where things have sure. come from. So he would constantly move so no one could ever really find out what they were doing. So they would um, rel- classify documents sharing things about the film industry or national security yeah. or war. But in uh, they even shared a military ma- U.S. military manual that provided detailed information on Guantanamo like mm. Bay, the detention centre, which was quite bad. Um, they shared emails from Sarah Palin. <laughs> so these were the kind of early yeah. build-up things. Sarah but Palin used to be the vice presidential the, candidate. Yes, in 2008. For, yeah. So an anonymous source was like, here's some of her emails. Um, but then in 2010, that's when it kind of got big global attention yeah. because it shared a video of a US military helicopter Um killing 18 civilians Mm. in Iraq. Mm. And it was something that no one knew about. Mm. Uh, They also, in the same year, there was a a woman named Chelsea Manning in 2010 who was a former U.S. Army intelligence analyst who essentially steals all of this information from her job. She was working in Afghanistan and in Iraq and she takes all of these files and she shares them via WikiLeaks um, that reveals how the US Army essentially had fucked up and killed hundreds of people in unreported incidents and um, that 66,000 civilians had been killed, Mm. um, that prisoners had been tortured, um... Things that were just very secret. So the US are very fucking angry with Julian Assange. But the Chelsea Manning part of it, Mm. she um, was arrested. Okay. They found out that she was the whistleblower. She was arrested and um, meant to serve 35 years in a military prison. 
Wow. I know. She said there are plenty of things that should be kept secret. Let's protect sensitive sources. Mm. Let's protect troop movements. Let's protect nuclear information. Sure. But let's not hide our missteps. Let's not hide misguided policies. Yeah. Let's not hide history. Let's not hide who we are and what we are actually doing. Yeah. So that was her justification of going like, no, this is stuff that people need, need to, to know, know is happening. Yeah. Um, so when Obama... Um, when Obama was days before the end of his presidency, he uh, ended her sentence. So she oh, had served seven her. years yeah, right. and he said she has served wow. enough. Um, she served enough. Let's, um, he ended her sentence and right. she was able to get out. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he thought 35 years for actually what she had done oh, was. wasn't equivalent. Yeah. Um, she what so what else is happening here in 2011 so it's a weird moment in time because in 2011 in australia he got a walkley award for his contribution oh, wow. to journalism oh, gosh. so he's a he, the way people feel about yeah, him is complicated mixed. he was like time person of the year in that year as well so how do you feel about him at this point in time at I... this point in history i mean in in 2011 times Oh, I, did, I don't think I knew enough yeah, of what sure. was happening, really, or did to go to. Well, deep. how do you feel philosophically, ethically about... I get it. Yeah. I, I think his whole justification... There's a quote by him that I found, which is... Um, which you go, this is at the heart of why he... What he does believes what he does. in. Every time we witness an injustice and do not act, we train our character to be passive in its presence mm. and thereby eventually lose all ability to defend ourselves and those we love. Yeah. So he, I think in his head, he is like... That's his code of ethics. <clears throat> you have a code of ethics and we yeah. deserve to know these informations and this is how information and this is how we make. Yeah, I get all of that. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. But also it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then at this point, he, Sweden, then gets involved because while he was there, uh, he was in doing a talk or something mm-hmm. in Sweden, um, In two, this is in 2010, he is... Um, issued an international arrest warrant for allegations of sexual assault and rape. Yeah. And so he has come out and in said Sweden. it was happened while he was in Sweden, but he was in the UK at the time that this arrest warrant came out. And Where Julian did he Assange rape in, in Sweden. In Sweden, okay. And so he has said this the sex I absolutely had sex, but the sex was consensual and I believe these allegations are coming out now because Sure. Um, this is part of a bigger it's smear campaign, up, and if I, um, this is all part of my kind of like around now. The US are involved, sure. wanting to extradite him to America. So it's all spy stuff. Trying it's to all now the light. So that's what he says. But if we're, if Who women knows? are coming forward, then you fucking believe them. Yes. So Sweden is then doing uh, police cases to get as much information as they can to prove this. Yeah. So he is... Um, shit is then hitting the fan about whether England will send him to America or England will extradite him back to Sweden. Sure. Um, there's long legal battles happening around what was going on with WikiLeaks. And so what he does is he takes refuge in the Ecuador... Yeah. Um, embassy, embassy in London because he has a chat with the um, Ecuadorian president right. who at the time he is politically aligned with in terms of the belief of the internet, the belief of information, sure. the belief of like 
So he finds safe harbour there. So they say we will, we believe ethically in what you are doing, and we will keep you. And how long was he there? You will have asylum in our embassy. Seven years, David. Oh my gosh! Well, he just didn't leave. He had to stay there because if he left, he could be arrested and extradited back to Sweden or extradited to the U, the US, where he would be up for the death penalty. So seven years in one So he's house. this was up until 2019. So That's this is up insane. until last year's lived there. And so the reason why that shifted is because they in the Ecuadorian presidential leaders changed. Sure. And I think they kind of cracked the shits a little bit about this is um, you are overstaying your welcome. Yep. You are also, at one point, there's a story about them taking his access to the internet away from him um to be like you need to be a better ally to us you're still causing shit because in 2016 he amidst the donald trump hillary campaign Mm. he wikileaks released all of these um information about the democratic party hillary emails all all of that was part of wikileaks um so around this time then, in 2017, the Sweden prosecutors dropped the rape investigation because of how much time has passed sure. and because he hasn't shown up for his... Yeah. Um, anything. Anything. There's nothing that they can do to keep going mm. with it. Um, but he still stays in the embassy because he could get moved back to yeah, the UK. Anyway, yeah. He's missed his bail hearing in the U- in the in England. Okay. Um, but in 2019, um, he Ecuador is like, nah, mate, you're out. You're out. Chuff him out, and he then has to. The first place he then has to go is he has to serve 50 weeks in a British prison um, because of missing his bail okay. hearing when he first went into the Ecuadorian embassy. So in 2016, the United Nations determined that he had been arbitrarily detained, recommended his uh, release and compensation for his deprivation of liberty while he was staying in in the Ecuadorian embassy. embassy. But both the Swedish and British governments were like, nah. Nah, mate. No way. We're getting him. We're going to get him. So Britain felt complicated because they're like, we don't want to extradite him to the US because there is the death penalty and we don't think that is right. But they did want to extradite him to Sweden because they wanted him to be tried for the sexual assault assault and rape challenges. So, yeah, so there's all the shit with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um... And then in earlier this year, mm. or, or coming up to this year, it, it is likely in, that he will be tried in 2021. Yeah. He will be... T- uh, uh, the, the case about US and Britain, whether he'll be extradited to the US, is happening in February. Right. Where if he is found guilty, he will have to serve 175 years in prison, which is for, like, espionage and all, the shit. all of the things. Um so he is still an Australian citizen. Where is he right now? He's in the UK yeah. in jail. Jail, okay. So he he is he's still an Australian citizen, mm. and our government has always said he is entitled as an Australian citizen to diplomatic. Um, Immunity. Immunity or diplomatic, whatever we can do to help him. Mm. But Scott Morrison has come out multiple times and said um, we won't... He would get no special treatment. Yeah, right. This is complicated. Yeah. Um, we don't know how much we want 
to associate ourselves with him. But in January 2021, a UK judge ruled that Assange would not be extradited to the US to face his trials for violating the Espionage Act um, because the judge said that he is a WikiLeaks, um, he is a suicide risk if Uh. that happened. So they're keeping him in the UK and they will do whatever cases that they need to do there, which will be February 2021. So coming up in the next, like this month. Yeah. Right now. Right even. now. We are recording this slightly earlier. <laughs> so he might be in the news right now. It might be happening. Yeah. Wow. So the weirdest part of this story out it's of all, all weird. of this. That's huge. Is that Pamela Anderson what? and Julian Assange are rumoured to be in a deeply loving You're kidding. relationship. How? She is a massive fan right. of him. And politically aligned in terms of what he's doing. Yeah. She is quoted as saying, I love him. Mm. I think he's incredible. I think he is the most innocent man in the world. And he's unfairly... Maligned. ...being gone after for just trying to share the truth. Mm. And um, Julian is trying to free the world by educating it, she told People magazine. It is a romantic struggle. I love him for everything he's doing. And she is, there's photos of her going to visit him when he was living in the Ecuadorian oh, embassy. Oh, so she could visit. And going to visit him when he was in jail. Wow. Weird. But she's very political. Yeah. What a weird, complicated story. So he was in his 30s when he started it, which was in 2000. And well researched. Good, like, 10. good summation. That's huge. But now he, so what would he be, in his 50s? Seven years and I don't care how you who who you are or how you would the suicide risk makes sense. You would go slightly mental because you would, you would have to. You would have your mental health would take a massive toll. The, you're living in the middle of London, but it would be the Ecuadorian embassy. You would be naturally paranoid so about be, everything. Would there even be a residential quarters? There would be a residential quarters at the at the embassy. There would have yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. where would he be living? To take refuge for. Prisoners yeah, or, or so it's probably like a this. bedroom, yeah, and then maybe a bathroom, or a communal bathroom, whatever it is. How bizarre! So he's had to stay there, and he's just this kid from Townsville who's man, oh really man. fucking great at computers and a deep care for the world, knowing the truth. What do you but think then is what right? What is the other weird shit about that that we don't know about as well? I mean, I, this is all very surface level. Apparently, there are great books that go into oh, far sure. more fucking detail about this and there's a BBC article about the that actually breaks down the whole timeline. Right. If you are curious about what happened and what impacted when and who. Oh about how do I feel about like well, how do you feel about information, information release? I feel like there are things we should know. Yeah. If the, if America human rights violations killing and... 18 people at the site at 18 Innocent civilians outside of a fucking helicopter, and we have no idea that that is happening. They should be punished. Then they that whoever is responsible for that should be punished. Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that that is hidden, also just you go like, what else do we not know? Yeah, but it's also ethically, it's the whole thing with the democratic email release. It's like, well ethically you go, well, it's okay to release that information. And if you go far down that road, then you've got to go, well, we've also got to release information, even when it's inconvenient 
yes. to the political cause and may mean that Republicans or Trump gets more. Well, and he had a quote where he was like, this isn't about, um, essentially, it was in my note somewhere, essentially where he says, ah, irrespective of the outcome of the 2016 election. So he's like, I'm not, I have no personal desire to mm. influence the election, but um, the real victor is the US public, mm. which is better informed as a result of our WikiLeaks work. Yeah, um, which makes sense. It so, makes it, his reasoning makes sense. Yeah, but and at the time, Trump came out being like, love WikiLeaks, love what he's doing, <laughs> this is amazing. But yeah. then WikiLeaks was also at the core of like, um, sharing the Russian links. Yeah, of course. And, and that. part that would so feed into Trump Trump's like, first impeachment. Hate yeah. Julian Assange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, oh man, I have learnt so much. I think as a, as, a, as a concept, as a base concept of you go, I want a place where people feel safe to share the things that they think need to be shared. Sure. Because Snowden is the other one that was a, an American whistleblower. Yeah, yeah. Which I saw the movie that they made about him, which was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and it's a similar thing where it's, I think he's in Russia. Yeah. Um, Hiding. In asylum, you know, where it's just like, I don't know what the, I feel, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know how I feel. So what a riotous and comedic. What a hilarious laugh a minute. laugh a minute episode. This Thank you been. for that research. That is great. I now feel like I can watch the news and watch those developments. And, and watch, kind of have a sense watch of... Watch his upcoming trial. And I will with interest because I knew it was all fascinating and kind of deeply relevant. Yeah. Like it is all important stuff. I wonder who else he works with. Surely that's another thing of like who else is running WikiLeaks sure, and doing all of absolutely. that. Absolutely. But then also... Sure. Yeah, we, I wonder what will happen with whether he will ever get extradited and have to serve in the states. Yeah, I don't know. It depends how. Well, it might partly depend on Biden and yes. what Biden wants to do and how that all unfolds. Plays out in the next yeah in the next month. Yeah. Well, that's huge, Claire. Well what done. What do you have any secrets you want to share with WikiLeaks or with uh, our listeners? Yeah, I need to blow the whistle on the. Constant sexual objectification of my body on this podcast. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. I need to voice it. I think that's good. I see you. I believe yeah. you. Okay, and thank you. Thank we you. will endeavour to make thank sure you. that that never happens again. But look, we can't help what our listeners also want, David. Guys, just back off. Back off from <laughs> I'm this. I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm a human being. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends me. tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there where can people find you claire people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.